0: This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show.
1: Hey, Jay. Hey Q, I bought
2: you this cake. Oh
1: Shit. I Gotta change my pants. I gotta throw this cake away. High five. Damn. It's so sticky. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five, son!
0: High five!
1: Don't let me
3: hang it.
1: All right, <laughs> and we are back, and I came on your cake. <laughs> I I have to say, yes.
3: But I'm just gonna put this out there, cube. Yep. My least favorite opener so far,
1: <laughs> because of the cake situation.
3: Yeah, I mean I was I'm that I'm out like eight bucks. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, it was it Publix
3: cake? <laughs> yeah, it was. You I wore know, a gas. Don't... I wore a mask when I went. Perfect. Not a gas mask. I wore a
1: mask. <laughs> you wore a gas mask when you went. The Yikes. thing is, whenever people get freaked out,
3: <laughs> <laughs> they do well. The thing is. Uh, when I go out to to Walgreens or Publix, I dress like a Morton Joe, uh, oh, from, <laughs> from Mad Max: Fury Road. Totally. And, and so I stand in the back and I'm like, "Do not get addicted to water."
1: Hey, can I ask you a question about a Morton <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Why not? I'm an expert. I like that I'm like sitting Indian style as I'm asking you that like hey. a little little kid like, "Hey, can we talk about something you know for what? a minute?" I've been, I've been,
3: I've been thinking about a Morton Joe lately. Can we just? I, I spend my chair. Let me spin my chair around backwards, and we can rap about it.
1: Perfect. You and I, I. appreciate that. Also, put your hat on backwards, so I know you're a cool dad.
3: Oh, I, I will.
1: But also, could you put your hair into cornrows like <laughs> like Coolio? Yeah, for sure. And I'm gonna say, I don't give a fuck about you, teacher. Can't teach me nothing.
2: <laughs> I'm from the
1: streets, bitch. Um. So anyway, a Morton Ooh. Joe. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So All right. the respirator that is on a Morton Joe's face, right? Yes. Is that made into his face? Like Because yes. okay, at at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, when he dies, it oh, gets it's like so it gets like pulled off and he has like no like skin it's like just like exposed jaw and teeth and shit.
3: Here's here's what I think it is. Is I think that he can take the mouthpiece off, uh-huh. but I think you know the whole thing is their family is all inbred and sure. deformed, et cetera, et cetera. I think he has some deformities on his face that the, that it like latches onto.
1: Okay, so that was my question. When it got pulled off, did it tear off part of his face? Yes. Or is that what his face just looks like all the time under the mask?
3: No, no, no. It rips his face off. Face off. off because okay. part of the mask is inside of his mouth to help him breathe and inside of his nose. Got it. And so, so it just
1: ripped all that shit out.
3: That's why that's so great and brutal at the end of that movie is she shoves like the – the hook with the chain all around his mask into the wheel of the tire, and it literally like rips the bottom half of his face, face off.
1: Face off, right? Yeah. And I just kept trying to rationalize if that if it was like his mask getting pulled off, like it would kill him either way because he needs it to breathe, right? Right. But no, what? no, it was like immediate. I'm dead now. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Like my right. my head
3: just got ripped in half. I'm dead now.
1: Thanks, Jay. You're welcome.
3: You know what? I did have an answer to your Morton Joe question. I know. I weirdly really, enough.
1: I really appreciate that.
3: But then again, I... Okay. Can I... Can, I can gush you about, ask me a question No, no. Now? Can I gush about uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road a little bit? Yeah, of course. That movie has weirdly, like, stuck with me since it came out. I've probably watched it five or six times. I watched really? it not three or four... I watched it not three months ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I stumbled, I re- I realized that I had it saved in our iTunes library, and I was like, "Huh, I'm alone, kind of on a Saturday. Maybe I'm just gonna watch this." And I just I loved every second of it, and I still love every second of it every time I watch it, and I never get tired of
1: it. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Best Mad Max movie? Question oh, mark. Easily my favorite. Uh, okay. I I just think it's
3: he had the ability to do. What his vision always was. Sure. And I think, I don't know. The first one is so fun and down and dirty and lo-fi and low budget. You know, it, it's cult status.
1: Sure. This one is just huge. Follow-up question: Does it blow your mind that it's the same person who did Happy Feet? It is. <laughs>
3: well,. I think it's always the other way around. I never think of him as the guy who did Happy Feet. Sure. But I always stumble on Happy Feet. I'm like, wait. He
1: directed. The George this? Miller? The same George Miller? It's got
3: to be a different George Miller. This has got to be That's like a That's a pretty Gar- common name. So this has sh- got to be like a Cohen, Ethan Cohen situation. An
1: Ethan Eaton Cohen situation. Yeah,
3: it's got to be a Garfield. Raising arizona S. situation. Oh, it's situation. not? Oh, it
1: is the same guy? Oh, wait, he also did Happy Feet 2? Got it. Wait. <laughs> wait, I... he du- he double-dipped? He double-downed on Happy Feet? Okay. <sighs> okay. Interesting. Okay. A movie I... full of CGI, and then Mad Max, a movie famously not full of CGI?
3: I uh, I would love it if there was a penguin in Mad Max somewhere. There's <laughs> like just like, a like little, the in the tornado like, like a Wah! little nod yeah kind
1: of like the C3PO fl- or uh, R2D2 floating outside <laughs> of the Enterprise window in Star or, Trek
3: or like not even just a little odd it's just like a close up on a dancing penguin and
1: then just gets run over it's like <laughs> uh what is what is it what is their chant the like chrome boys or whatever they always say like oh, fuck what is their thing Witness me yeah it's like that's like witness me penguin death
2: <laughs> the penguin jump witness me witness uh, my happy feet
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. elijah wood is a penguin he's like <laughs> beep, beep, <laughs> beep, 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 beep flapping on the sand weirdly enough that is the end of happy feet
3: <laughs> is he starts dancing and people notice him they're like hey maybe we shouldn't like global warming anymore and they're like all right and that's the end of happy feet <laughs> is they witness the penguin. He's
1: like, witness me. Adorable slapping penguin feet. (sighs)
3: So
1: anyway, uh, sex comedies.
3: (laughs) That was the best segue we've ever done.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Hard right turn into sex comedies. So listen, uh, for those who didn't get it, my entire bit about me jizzing in my pants quickly and onto Jay's cake was all a nod towards sex comedies. Sex so, in cinema. And, and therefore don't mean porn.
3: it's not vulgar. It was it artistically thematic and please stop it is. telling your mothers about us.
1: Yeah, they should not be listening to our show with, with their clothes on.
3: Bingo, bango, zing! <laughs>
1: We're getting all your moms. <laughs> oh, you just went full on stiffler, man. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, bingo, bango, boingo. Uh, we're getting laid by prom. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Isn't that the plot of American Pie? Like they're all trying to get laid before prom. It is. That is. Now the, I, uh, I have a question. Isn't okay. prom famous for like? people getting laid at prom so don't you think it's a weird concept that they're like we've all got to get laid before prom. well i do
3: think the initial bet would include like prom night like uh, we have it. to be laid got it, got it, got it, got it. by prom got it. type of thing
1: so jay i gotta ask you a question i know we pick yes. sex comedies because you know we're just both sexy as hell we're just two sexy podcasters Mm-hmm. obsessed um and my question is what is your experience with the quote unquote sex comedy what was like your first sex Ooh. comedy experience
3: first one
1: like what popped your sex comedy cherry if you will oh that okay see now oh the first one that
3: I would say really made this is gonna be dumb okay. um, but the first <laughs> one that I would say really made an impact I saw porkys. Oh,
2: like, really okay. young.
3: and it, But it was one of those where it was like... I had seen Meatballs on TBS when I was young. Edit, probably edited a little, for Yes, of, of course. But then I saw an, a, like a late night on TBS Porkies, But it Ooh. was edited for content. Sure. But then we got HBO one summer. Oh, Because it was like a free preview or something. And among all the softcore porn like animated series they had... They played Porky's, and I was like, ooh. It was kind of that, like, I can see this and I'm not supposed to type of sure, thing. Sure, of course, definitely. And so that's really the first one that I saw. And then I was like, this is also a funny movie, so I, you know, yay, hooray. Um, but that was kind of the first one. I also remember, you know, Meatballs. There were elements of a bunch of the 80s comedies that had sexual elements to them but uh-huh. i don't know unless they were about someone trying to have sex like you know like porkies i'm not really counting them in this category
1: oh interesting okay well i will i will go ahead and tell you that our sub, our criteria differ then
3: well i mean uh, what do you mean i mean i may let me so for me know.
1: it is a comedy in primarily like one of the prime subject matters is sex and it is a funny movie <laughs> So, like it I mean, has yeah, to, that's kind of it it's not necessarily people are on a mission for sex in the movie. Sure, because I feel like that is kind of particular to like a teen sex comedy. Sure. is kind of the thing. Um, but for me, instead, i I brought in sex comedies if if it has to do with the primary subject matter being sex or sex related, and it is a comedy it could it could potentially be on my list.
3: Right. Okay. I mean and that makes sense and I think I think I have the same criteria. Now, I will say a lot of my movies on my list do involve people either attempting to uh-huh or um, you know, having some sort of
1: sex. Sure. So either they're getting it on or they're they trying wa- to get it on. They
3: wanting to get it getting it on. Got it.
1: Got it. Got it. I will say my first trying to think my first sex comedy experience um, was probably I was kind of a late bloomer in sex comedies um, I mean,
3: my most memorable time period, I think, is the early aughts, late '90s, when, like, you know, the American Pies and the Road Trips, yeah. and I think American those types of Pie movies
1: might have been my first, like, full-on sex comedy experience. Like, yeah. like I knew about Meatballs and I knew about Porky's, but it was one that I just hadn't watched any of the, like, right. you know, viewings. Uh, or screenings on tv right um, but american pie was the first one that i watched like i watched that movie beginning to end you know
3: yeah well i and i'll say there are some on here that um probably would only be on my list because there were ones that i just got addicted to for periods of time sure. um and then there are some i think that are also like you know agreed upon and this this list is going to be better than the last one i, I assure you
1: sure well i'm very excited and i can't wait to dive in and talk uh some sex comedy lists yeah so, i mean i mean do, it's pretty before... it's it's pretty simple it's a pretty simple concept not really a deep dive into what is a sex comedy uh other than it's a comedy that features a lot of sexy sex
3: well and like okay let me let me throw out let me do what you do to me for okay. for a couple so let me throw out a couple that may or may not be on on a list, but see where they'd fall on this. Mm-hmm. Like Caddyshack,
1: yeah. Does that not, count or no? Not on my list.
3: Okay, I mean, but is that does that count as a sex comedy? Mm. It's there is a lot of sexy in it, but it's not really about.
1: No, I wouldn't say that. Sex. That's a sex comedy. No. All
3: right. What about something like Easy A with? Emma Robert Irwin. Yes, Stone.
1: I would say that is a sex comedy. Okay,
3: I would consider that one as well too. Okay, so like Van Wilder probably falls yes, into definitely. the category. Um, I, I, we talked about American Pie. Did you see yeah. the recent Booksmart? I did. What would 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 you say that falls into this? Yes, I would. Okay, cool. So that's okay. I,
1: I kind of see where you're where you're did landing. Did that help Where's gauge some, it?
3: Yeah, it kind of helped gauge it for me.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, so. Uh so are we ready? Do you feel comfortable to list a list? Yeah, to listy let's, let's list? Let's list. This is where we make a list. A list. three two. List. list! So here we are. We're just we're just plowing right into it. We have no time to spare. We are like two horny teenage boys. We're
3: looking at the first nudie magazine that we found in the trash can.
1: Yep, and we just can't wait to just get it home and peel open its sticky, sticky pages. Yeah. Um. And Gross. so with that, with that, I will hand this porno mag to you, and you can read me your number five. All right, my number five.
3: It's the article that nobody likes to read, but it is my number five. Perfect. And I mentioned it earlier, but it's Porky's. Sure. I like Porky's. There was it's 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 kind of cemented in my brain, obviously, because it was one of my first. There was sort of a titillating, like, "Ooh, I'm not supposed to be watching this" sure. factor to it, so it's always held that special place kind of for me. <clears throat> but it is a funny movie. Like, it is one that has it's based around sex almost completely, um, especially like the types of things that are happening, the types of places they're going to. Sure. Um, but it's also a very funny movie, it's, there's comedy, there's a heist involved, there are s- silly mob bosses, everything you want out of a dumb 80s comedy. It's kind of in there, but it's also really sexy at the same time. So for me, it's kind of, that's my nostalgia pick,
1: and it's kind of down at number five. I like that, I understand yeah. that. Uh, Porky's, I can say, not on my list, but I respect, I respect it being on yours
3: and where so where do you land for your like number 5 what what's one is it a category type or is it just one that so, you like less so than the others so my number
1: 5 is low on my list because i would say it fits into the concept of a sex comedy but it is not like the uh it is not the uh, perfect example of a sex comedy but i would be remiss if i didn't include it in my list and that is my number five, Rocky Horror Picture Show.
3: Oh, Oh, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I like that cue. Way way to think outside the box, man.
1: Thanks, man. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, one from, I mean, a movie that's very sexual, very, you know. (coughs) It's
3: definitely a comedy. It's it's...
1: definitely about
3: sex, and it's definitely a movie.
1: For sure. So it meets
3: all the criteria.
1: It does, it does, but it doesn't hit the, like, normal tropes that a quote-unquote sex comedy would. Um, Which is why I think that I love that you brought it up. Thanks. So, yeah, it's one of those, I mean, I love it. I'm a big midnight moviegoer. I love, I've seen the show, uh, you know, done several times at a midnight screening. Um, I'm a big fan, and I love the music. Uh, I saw the not-so-great sequel, Shock Therapy. Um... I don't
3: think I've ever seen that. What is shock therapy, dude?
1: Um, so shock therapy is a pseudo sequel. Okay. Uh, It's still again involving Brad and Janet. Uh, But I thought,
3: wait, remind me, and I apologize. Do Brad and Janet escape the spaceship at the end? They do. Oh, I thought they went up with it. Mm -mm. No, they get out. Okay. Yep. It's and then they renew their love, and they realize they have a connection. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm back in it. I'm back in it. Keep going.
1: Um, so it, it involves, uh, those two recast that is not the, any of the same actors from, uh, Rocky Horror with the exception of the guy who played Riff Raff and that's because he is the creator and writer of Rocky Horror and I shock. Did, I did know therapy. that, um, he's in shock therapy. He plays, so the concept is like a demented game show, like reality show takes over the town that they live in. Okay, and insanity ensues. All right, and it's called shock therapy, and it's not awesome. Like, I about to say, I mean,
3: if it's not it's, any better than Stay Tuned, I'll just watch Stay Tuned.
1: Yeah, watch Stay Tuned. It's fine, like, and it's okay. not Stay Tuned. Stay Tuned is totally different concept. This is more like a reality show takes over, like camera crews come, oh. and they're like forcibly put on a reality show.
3: Interesting.
1: Um, yeah, it's, it, like I said, it's got some interesting concepts, it's got some interesting moments, but all in all, not, not Probably a great not, movie, not really a recommend. Okay. Well, I like uh, that,
3: man. I really like your number five.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. So, you can follow it up with your number four.
3: All right. So, my number four is, admittedly, I don't really think it's a great
1: movie. Okay.
3: But it is... Squarely in this category, and for me, it was one of the biggest ones from just in my experience. And it's American Pie, okay. We talked about it earlier. I think you know, American Pie was just at the right time period with '99, was wasn't it?
1: Like right, I think around so. there. that sounds about right,
3: like right at the end of the '90s, right before the early aughts hit. And I just at the time it came out, I was one... I was at the right age for... I thought it was the funniest fucking thing on the on the planet. I got it on DVD. I wanted... I couldn't wait for the sequels. I thought Stifler... Uh, Sean William Scott was a genius for what he did with Stifler. I thought some of the non-sequiturs... Uh-huh. Uh, I thought some of the non-sequiturs were... Amazing. Um... And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a quintessential one for me. But looking back on it, I can see it's very problematic. It's sexual politics isn't the best or good. Uh, it's quite terrible in a lot of ways. Like with hindsight t- being 2020 type sure. of situation. Uh, you um,
1: mean you mean with the year being 2020?
3: Well, yeah that that too. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I just. It's, a, it's number four for me I just I couldn't not have it on the list I thought
1: sure I can get I can get behind that um, I I will say that uh, while the movie is problematic let's be honest most sex comedies in today's standards are problematic yeah um, so my number four uh my number four is a movie that is not problematic by today's standards oh good uh my number four is a new movie so
3: Ooh! sneezes
1: man it makes me sneeze uh, that's how good this movie is um, it's number four it is a newer sex comedy and it is book smart hey very cool book smart it- is on my list uh, it's a very woke I I feel version of the sex comedy um, some may say it is a retread of super bad but I will I will venture out and say I think it's better than Super Bad.
3: I will. And it stars, I mean, they're siblings. They're yeah, sibling movies.
1: Do you know what her name is? Beanie.
3: Beanie Fieldstein. Isn't that awesome? But you know who? She's Jonah Hill's youngest yeah, sister. Yeah, Jonah
1: Hill's. And she plays basically the Jonah Hill character in this movie.
3: Have you seen the trailer for her right. new movie, like How to Build a Girl or whatever? Uh uh-uh. uh. She is going to be a big star. She's oh, gonna... I
1: knew it when I saw Booksmart. I was like, "Oh, she's fantastic!" Involved. Have you seen? Have so you the seen, other girl. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the TV series What We Do in the Shadows? Oh, yeah. She's, she's... in that. I know, and she's awesome in that. She's amazing in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, she's gonna have a big career ahead of her. She's very, very funny. Yeah. Um, no,
3: I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Very, very funny.
2: But Booksmart I made Booksmart. my list.
1: Yeah, because it, it's not only is it funny and I mean at times just uproariously funny and Billy Lord in this movie is awesome. Like she yes. is a fucking scene stealer faux show. Sure. Well um, I mean
3: and then um I forget the kid's name but he is in a bunch of shit. But he's the uh the over popular rich like kind of douchey kid. Yeah, um, he was from.
1: I remember him from Santa Clarita Diet. He's he's hilarious in Santa Clarita Diet. He's in the
3: rehash remake of the National Lampoon's Vacation.
1: Yeah, he plays one of the sons. Very um, bad
3: movie, but he's very funny in it.
1: God, that was that was a terrible movie with a capital But he's funny arable. in it. He's funny. I stand by his performance. He is. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find his name. Um, yeah, he deserves. He's a got show like up. a. He's got a very. Uh, here it is, Skyler Gizondo or Gizondo. Yeah, is, man, um, I he's he's very funny in Booksmart. I totally agree. Uh, but yeah, Smart, very very funny movie. Um, I mean, uh, the other actress is Caitlin Dever. Um, yes, th- them together as a pair, they're hilarious. Like, huh. Hilarious,
3: and I, and I don't I don't take the the comparison to Superbad as an as an insult to that movie. I mean, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill are so funny together in that movie; it makes the movie work. How good they are, and these two actresses do the same thing.
1: Totally agreed. And on top of that, for this to be Olivia Wilde's directorial debut, very knocked impressive. it out of the park. Very very funny. Very underrated. I don't feel like enough people have seen Booksmart.
3: Olivia Wilde, I, let me, she has had the most circuitous, in my opinion, unpredictable career. Sure. Like, she started off as kind of like the quote-unquote hot doctor on House, and like season five. Sure. She became very popular there, and then kind of left, somehow got involved with Jason Sudeikis, and now is, like, doing, directing and writing movies and is killing it. Agreed. After being, like, a weird sex symbol for, like, three or four years and then disappearing. Yeah. It
1: weird. was... It, she has I, had a very weird career trajectory.
3: But I, I agree with you. I think, you know, Booksmart was one... Um, I won't play... Or uh, I'll play my hand. It's not on my list. Sure. But I very, very heavily considered it. The main reason it's just not... E- not neither one of them is... Well, I guess one of them is actively going after sex in that movie. Um, But it's more under the guise of, like, let's just be party animals.
1: Sure. But they do, they they explore, there's a lot of sexuality in the movie. Yes, I agree. Uh, Very solid choice. They definitely explore that. So, um, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So that's my number four, Booksmart.
3: All right. My number three. My number three is, is... in it's on my list because of how I just w- became obsessed with it one summer, and it's it's in the middle of my list because of how nostalgia it is for me. But it's a Euro trip,
1: really Euro trip. Yes. Okay.
3: I can't explain it. <laughs> I can't justify it. I can't really even defend it, but for whatever reason, like the Scotty doesn't know Matt Damon stuff has always been hilarious to me. Sure. I think this movie is 10 times funnier than road trip. Like the Seth green version that they did oh of my this God. concept.
1: I really like road trip. I like road
3: trip a whole lot. I just, I think Euro trip is funnier. Tom, Tom green, not Seth Tom, green. Tom green. You're right. And then Breckin Meyer. Yes. Yes, that's right.
1: Of and Garfield D- fame.
3: DJ Qualls, I think, is in that one as well. I believe um, so. But, yeah, I don't know why. It's just Eurotrip, it, Michelle Trachtenberg is really is, is in it, and I think very funny before she kind of goes crazy. Sure. I don't know. I just, this movie, I I love it. I love Eurotrip. I think it's so funny.
1: I, I honestly can tell you that I, I think I might have seen that one time. I can't speak to it, but if you love it so much, I will give it a rewatch.
3: Here's the thing, I haven't rewatched it since probably my freshman year in college. <laughs> okay. It very much may not hold up. All right. But I remember it being hilarious. Well,
1: now I can't wait to watch it.
3: Yeah, I think you should. I th- give it a chance. Give you got it. Eurotrip a chance. Give
1: love a chance. All right, so let's see here. Uh, doo-doo-doo. my number 3 uh, my number three is not Eurotrip, but is equally as shameful. Uh, my number three is American Pie. One higher hey, than wh- American Pie.
3: Okay, so you understand, I guess the the placement of it than the the struggles.
1: Sure, I feel like um, I, I whether it's PC or not, it's still a very funny movie. Um. I watched Eugene it.
3: Levy. It introduced me to Eugene Levy, and then I started to recognize him and all the, uh, the like, A Mighty Wind, yeah. and all the others. And I was like, that movie kind of solidified to me. This dude is really funny.
1: Agreed. And then Agreed. obviously
3: the man with Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Uh, I also like what is it, Sean William Scott? Oh, he. Uh, I, I think he's really funny.
3: I do. Um, Have I you really, seen um? What's his hockey movie? The Goon. The Goon. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's
1: that? very good. So and the much sequel.
3: So much better than people think. I, I that's a very underrated movie.
1: I totally agree. 125 percent. Do I? Agree. And I
3: actually like when Sean William Scott plays a non-like dickhead character.
1: I uh, yes, you know? same. What was that movie that he was in with The Rock?
3: Um, the rundown.
1: Oh, I love that movie.
3: That movie's very fun. Do You know another movie that he gives a fun performance in? Not a great movie, but it's um, Evolution.
1: Oh, yeah, solid. With
3: the Ivan Reitman movie. With, yes, uh, not a
1: great movie. I rewatched that about a year ago.
3: Uh, we watched that about two months ago because <laughs> it was on Amazon Prime or Netflix or something. Doesn't
1: really hold up the test David of time.
3: David Duchovny, not awesome. I mean, the cast is incredible. Like, David it, Duchovny, the Sprite guy. But it's um, no Ghostbusters. no. It wants to be, but it's so bad. It's just not.
1: It is not. Well, when you get Orlando Brown and yeah. David DeCuffney together as your leads, you're not getting <laughs> the Ghostbusters.
3: But I will say, going back to what you were saying, Stifler in American Pie, just all the things that happened to him in the sequels and his portrayal of that dickhead character, is is he's very it's, funny. It's good. It's funny. It's, it's it very is, good.
1: It is genuinely funny, and it was Chris Klein when Chris Klein was still relevant.
3: You remember when we thought he was going to be, like, a huge thing?
1: Yeah, and then he just didn't. Yeah. The last thing that I remember him in was Just Friends. I was
3: going to say he did that Just Friends movie and then disappeared. Yeah, and you know what? In that Just Friends movie, his character just disappears.
1: Just Friends, a very underrated comedy. I love that movie.
3: Here's the thing. I waver on just friends because I I liked it when it first came out. Then there was a time period looking back on it where I was very much not okay with it, and then I've I went back on it and now I kind of think it's really good. But then there's also a lot of stuff that's not quite PC or kosher about it. Well, sure, but it's still I don't know. I'll seeing Ryan Ryan uh, Reynolds in a fat suit.
1: It's pretty good stuff. It's <laughs> to 90s R&B is pretty great. Sing to himself in the mirror is some funny, funny shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And Anna Faris, uh, one of her more outlandish performances, but also For quite sure. funny.
1: She eats toothpaste in a scene, guys. It's hilarious. <laughs> Classic Anna Faris comedy. Yucky, yucky, uh, yuck. Hi-huck. So, yeah. So, American Pie is my number three. I dig it. All so, right. you know what that means. It means I'm reached... getting really,
3: I'm really horny. We've and
1: reached the mid peak of our of our list and we need and I need to I need to cool down. Yeah, and we're going to cool down by listening to some of our sweet sweet sponsors. wanted to belong to a fan club,
2: but you didn't know which one? There are too many fan clubs. So join the club for too many fan clubs. You like fan clubs? You want to be part of fan clubs? You love fan clubs? Be a fan of the fan clubs. Well, originally, I was only in one fan club. Did I join too many fan clubs, and it was like I had my choice of fan clubs. Yeah, I also became one of many fan club members, and now I'm just too overwhelmed to even think straight. I love fan clubs. I hate fan clubs. Too many fan clubs. Come on down. You remember? We're in the old building that the mall used to be in next to the thing that used to be a Shoney's. The one where they shot the presidents. Not that president. The other president. The one that's not so cool. You know, because there's a fan club for that. Yeah, too many fan clubs. McGiminy's Star Wars Impersonators. We can do all your favorite voices. Mmm, welcome to the force, you will. I'm Chewbacca, roar! Hey, I'm Han Solo. I'm too cool to do this advertisement. Mick Jiminy Star Wars impersonators. You need a Leia for your party. You need a Luke for your luau. You need a Vader for your vivisection. Cause we'll do Star Wars thing all up in it. <laughs> We're out of this world. Well you know you've got a problem you've got to call captain buford's gopher patrol do you have gophers that are giving you problems do you have a regiment of critters do you have underground explosives ready to blow those little motherfuckers out of their holes do you have a stomach that can take taking the life of an innocent critter i love it come on down to captain buford's gopher patrol we'll make sure them gophers stay the hell out
1: All right, they did it again, Jay. They did it again. They take my breath away. Week after week after
3: week, they come back, and they keep being real, and they're real, and they're totally real
1: things. And they're nothing but real. And we
3: haven't made them up.
1: Just from here to there, they're real everywhere. Far and away. (laughs) Far and away. Uh, So this brings us to our top two, man. This is our big, like... Our our big crescendo. This is our our final hike to the mountain peak.
3: Yeah, I I I I don't know if you're ready. We've almost um, peaked.
1: We're we've almost reached peak sexuality.
3: All right, are you ready for mine? I am. My number two.
1: Yes. bank. My number two. <laughs> it's yes. Fast
3: times at Ridgemont High.
1: Holy shit balls. Oh. Number two is Fast Time at Ridgemont. Yeah. Interesting.
3: I, I don't know. There's something about that movie. Like, it's one of those that's kind of a classic movie. Obviously, Sean Penn as Spicoli. Classic. Classic, classic. Sure. Jennifer Jason Leigh given a performance, uh, you know, to bring down the band. But then also there was, a, I forget the name of the punk band, and I should look it up. But there was a punk band that I listened to in high school that had a song about Phoebe Cates from this movie oh nice and i love the phoebe C- i love that song and i had a total huge crush on phoebe cates for a while because of this movie who this didn't then, um summer school who also, didn't also very good
1: i had a crush on her from this and drop dead fred
3: Ooh, i loved drop dead fred same man i haven't thought about that movie in a long time
1: you should everyone should think about drop dead fred way more often than at they least
3: do. once a quarter
1: Yeah, once a quarter, you should watch it. Man, I may go
3: watch Drop Dead. Do it. Please
1: do. I love it. It's one of my favorites. (sighs) It's a
3: great concept, too. But anyway, yeah. Fast
1: Times at Ridgemont High. Can I ask why it's not higher or lower on your list? Because the number
3: number one movie is just my favorite of this category. Just all around my favorite. I think, in my opinion, represents everything about this category and is the best done of it. Sure. Fast times at Ridgemont high, I think is it's a classic for a reason. It does stand the test of time. It sort of like dazed and confused and in a way encapsulates a period of time in a decade. Um, It is, you know, it, it's sexy where it needs to be sexy. It's you know, it's about teens going through that, that time in their lives. Sure. And I like I said, it made me have a huge crush on Phoebe Cates for a long time. And so this is just a movie that sort of stuck with me. I can go back and watch it and still laugh at Sean Penn, you know, ordering a pizza to class. I can yeah, I can just you know, I can still enjoy it now, um, even without like the whole like, ooh, I'm watching it and my parents don't know.
1: Exactly. No, oh, I like that. All right. I think that's pretty solid. Well, my number two is definitely not Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's <laughs> totally fine. Uh, my number two is 40-Year-Old Virgin.
2: Ooh, good choice.
1: Thank you. Uh, I could not get away. On our babies list, I had to put Knocked Up on there. Well, um, 40-Year-Old Virgin definitely had to go on our sex comedies list.
3: That's my number one.
1: Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my God, because you know what my number one is? What? Fast times are <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, Jeexies? Kind of? Uh, kind of? Almost. <laughs> Almost. I can't that's, say that we can count it, and I'm a little bummed because I would funny. love to. Um, yeah, so we have an inverted one and two. We man. have an
3: inverted one and two. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, we both think they're very high quality. Sure. So we've pulled the veil back. Respond to my fast times at Richmond re- right.
1: High. So the reason that Fast Times is my number one is I picture and and feel like in my in my heart of hearts uh, that um, I'm trying to say it, it is um, it is the epitome and the grandfather if you will of the sex comedy. Yeah. Like like that movie was by far the like the the progenitor. It's what started uh, sex comedies, I feel like. It, it you know, that and maybe Animal House. Well, just the idea that you could show teenagers in high school
3: very much outside of morality norms and then like i like i was mentioning before and i don't want to harp on it but like the pool scene with phoebe cates is iconic at this point for sure and it's iconic for a reason but to your point it's kind of stapled the this is what this kind of is or i feel this like is, it this is started a,
1: a lot of the tropes yes that get carried through uh sex comedies currently.
3: Well, I mean like the Stoner, like the the Stoner character, yep. the Stoner burnout character who's always there, the nice girl, the the slutty popular girl. Exactly. Um it, 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 the embarrassing public sexual encounter of him catching uh being caught jerking off in the pool bo- in the pool room or whatever.
1: i i i totally agree yeah like there's so many scenes in that movie that i feel like have been aped and copied and redone just throughout Mm -hmm. the years and i think they all kind of trace back to fast times at ridgemont high and that that for me is why it earned that number one spot it is the og sex comedy if you will
3: so for me the reason that 40 year old version was that number one spot for me is that's kind of what I was struggling with was the OG versus what I think is my favorite. Sure. I'll I'll watch Forty Year Old Virgin a hundred times before I watch Fast Times of Richmond High again. Sure. Not because of any, you know, predisposed angst towards either one of those movies. It's just Forty Year Old Virgin is hilarious. It, you know, sort of solidified uh, Steve Carell as the megastar that he that he is in comedy. It helps solidify um, Judd Apatow and his stable of characters, you know, more so than than before. It was an interesting take on an old topic that I definitely thought was a new kind of approach to it, but a very honest and funny approach to it. But also, here's the main reason for me that it's number one over Fast Time. Fast Time isn't primarily about someone trying to have sex. Sure. it just sort of happens in the movie and this is so the fact that this movie focuses completely on the protagonist trying to have sex it it just kind of contextually nudged it up into number 1
1: and i can i can get on board with that i mean that's why it's my number 2 it uh, you know i don't at all hate on 40-year-old virgin i think it's hilarious i think it's got a killer cast of some of the funniest people on earth I think it the, might be my favorite Apatow movie. I, I agree. It's for me, it definitely is better than Knocked Up. But I would say it probably goes this and then Knocked Up.
3: Yeah, uh, what, for me. Uh,
1: I mean, Funny Funny People is way below that. Yeah, he also did This Is Forty.
3: That's okay. That's he above did tra- Funny People. Train
1: Trainwreck wasn't that him too? I
3: did not like that as much as everybody else did.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I don't love Amy Schumer. So. Actually, you've said that on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> She's fine, but like yeah. I don't love her shtick. I, you know me. I have a real problem with like gross girl shtick. Like <laughs> I know, you do. I feel like that just gets played. Like, like do something original. I think it's easy to be like, I'm a girl and I do gross things. Deal with yeah. it. It's like I, okay. I will. I agree with your position.
3: Um, but I, I think I'm a little bit more sympathetic because I will say there are a handful of sketches from her show that are very smart oh i agree very with that. Totally. unique but then again it's not a hundred percent her but yes her show outside of her show i'm kind of like I hit or miss on GMO. yeah
1: like her her stand-up is is eh. super hit or miss eh, yeah but that's what i'm saying you have a give team a, of people give me a paula
3: poundstone any day.
1: you have a team of people working on a show yeah. you know what i mean i know so yeah but outside of that um uh 40-year-old virgin is just it's hilarious. It's a yeah. very funny movie. Steve Carell is oh. awesome in this movie. Um his description of what boobs feel like is still something I say to this day. Occasionally I'll be like they're like bags of sand. <laughs> and just everybody's looking at him like, "What? Are you <laughs> it's talking about?" So funny. Uh that whole and then his waxing scene is like one of the funny when he Kelly just yells Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> That shit gets me every time. It's just every a, whole, it's just a flat-out hilarious movie. Yeah, uh, I agree. So I'm interested to see how we mash these lists. But first, right. but first, I think it's time to play a game. I want to play a game. Oh, what a wonderful <laughs> game it is too. Risk is part of the game.
3: Well, how about a
0: game of parcheesi?
1: Remember that favorite game of yours? Games
0: worthy of His Majesty.
1: You really think you're the only one who can play this game?
0: We will be perfect in every aspect of the game.
1: Let the games begin! All right, Sex Master General J, it's time for the game of the day.
3: All right, um, I this <laughs> yes. game, this uh-huh. game. I don't know how to name this game yet. All right, so I'm just gonna call this. What's that position? All right, perfect. What's that position? So. The way this game works, Q, is, as you know, most sex positions have kooky names. You've sure. got, like, Missionary or Cowboy or... The
1: Rusty Trombone. I was about to say the Rusty <laughs> Trombone. Damn it, you beat me to my
3: goofy third. Uh, the
1: Cleveland but... Steamer.
3: <coughs> all of the gross ones. Sure, you know, all dirty of Dirty
1: Sanchez. Yes. <laughs>
3: um, but I don't know if you know this. Yes. There are a lot of sexual positions named after movies.
1: There are.
3: So we're gonna tell everybody on today's game what those what those are.
1: Ah, so the goal is you're gonna give me a movie title, and yes. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna describe the sexual position. Yes. For that movie title, and vice versa.
3: Yes. Okay. So uh, my first one is uh, obviously it's a it's a crowd favorite. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know we both love it. But it's mm-hmm. the When Harry Met Sally.
1: Oh, When Harry Met Sally? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That is when uh, your partner uh-huh. sits across from you and doesn't touch you at all. Okay. And you fake orgasm to climax. So you just yeah. scream loudly while not actually doing anything sexual at all.
3: Oh, Brings me back, man. High school.
1: Everybody loves that.
3: Everybody. Right? It just In high school, we're like, no, we're practicing a play.
1: Right, but there's actually no sexual contact whatsoever.
3: Nope. Right. Just like I have with Billy Crystal.
1: It's like social distancing, six feet apart from each other. And
3: that's why I started with it. It's an important one now. So everybody go out and give your partner a When Harry Met Sally.
1: Yep. Do it. It's safe. It's COVID safe. The CDC recommends it.
3: CDC preferred. Yep. Nine out of ten Billy Crystals recommend.
1: 100%. All right. For you... Okay. I mean, everybody knows the Harry, the When Harry Met Sally. I, I gave you a gimme. That's that's easy. Uh, but what people don't know, what people are really curious about, is okay. the Sophie's Choice. Oh, I got you. You okay. know what I'm saying? People are wondering, Jay, how do you do a Sophie's Choice? Okay.
3: So what you do is you stand really, really close to the person. Mm-hmm. And then you grab both of your own man boobs. Yes and you look down and you scream at her you say which one which uh-huh. one uh-huh. which one is your favorite huh and then whichever one she says you cry on that one got it and then and then that's it And that's it and then it's over
1: that's it can it be done with a man as well
3: it can be done with anybody you want
1: got it so man as long lemon. as you only as
3: long as you can grab yourself and scream and cry you're good perfect for a sophie's
1: choice <laughs> i like that Everybody's doing. All the kids are doing it. This it makes choice. you moist uh, because of all the tears. <laughs> that choice makes you moist. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, okay. So this is this one is a more advanced move. Cue. Ooh,
1: I'm down but, with the advanced. But,
3: but please tell everybody what a Judge Reinhold is.
1: The Judge Reinhold. You got to give him the old Judge Reinhold. Sure. Well, this one's kind of weird, and it takes a more literal stab at it, right? <laughs> so this is when you put on a judge's robe, okay. right? And you take a rind of an orange, right? And you manually masturbate someone with that rind because you're and you're holding them. So you're actually a judge rind hold. <laughs> you I see what I'm it. saying? That's so, what people don't understand. They think it's
3: the '80s actor, right. but it's really just a literal judge. Judge's gown with rinds.
1: Judge's gown, orange rind, manual masturbation.
3: Judge Rind hold, hold, correct, perfect,
1: nailed it, nailed it, <laughs> <laughs> fucking nailed it. All right, and uh, lastly, I mean, maybe, and maybe the most important. Okay, maybe, maybe the most important. Um, lots of people wonder, how in the world do you perform a fire in the sky?
3: Oh, how
1: do you? Okay, how do you do a fire in the sky? This one
3: is actually pretty intense. So what you do is you take two str- you take two ropes, sure, and you tie one rope around each ankle. Yep. And then you tie both of those ropes to very powerful military grade drones. Oh. Okay. Okay, and then you strip down naked. Yep. You hold on to someone's hands. Uh-huh. And you go out in the middle of the street, and those the they fly the drone straight up in the air. Yep. So you're hanging up, and your whole nonsense junk is just flapping down on top of you. Sure, of course. And the the drones pull you up as you are trying to pull, be pulled back down to the street by your loved ones.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that also doesn't really sound sexual. It just sounds intense. It's,
3: it is a it's a more of a BDSM play.
1: Got it. Yeah, you have to have I a safe word as you shoot up into the sky. I always thought it involved probing. You're like, blueberry. <laughs> and John's gone.
3: Oh, man. I knew we shouldn't have done a fire in the sky. He's too young. <laughs> He's too young. He doesn't have the upper body strength for a fire in the sky.
2: <laughs>
3: listen, 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 honey. Honey, I love you. <laughs> and, and it's not a matter of trust. It's literally that you can't bench more than 140 pounds. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to bulk up your upper body before we try a fire in the sky. I've lost three boyfriends already.
1: <laughs> and I will not lose another one. This is a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Quit
3: crying on your tits.
1: <laughs> Come over why- here and give me a Judge Reinhold
3: and let's just be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was good. That was a good I feel way. Like, I feel like everybody wins in that game.
1: They did. We. I feel turned on. You feel turned on. We've turned on other people. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time for us to turn on each other. Ooh. And f- uh, mash our list together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But mash and, our list together. And mash our,
3: okay, let's mash our list together. Um, All
1: right. So uh, – let me pull my list back up here. I mean,
3: American Pie, I think, has to be somewhere. You had it at three. I had it at four. It has to be somewhere in that range. I'm fine with it being either one of
1: those. Right. Let's now. let's put it at four. And can I can I uh uh what do you call it? Um, can I lobby that smart be at number three?
3: Um, I will allow it if Eurotrip can be five. Yes and we'll take Rocky Horror off. Okay. So Eurotrip is 5 book smart and and I admit it's it's an amazing movie. So I am fine with it being on there. So really it comes down to the order of 40-year-old virgin and Fast Times at Richmond High. It's going to um, be tough. I mean, I I, think, I, I, I gave think you my justification. Me, really? I th- yeah, I, I think
1: you won me because in in reality you're right. 40-year-old virgin does better match the just concept of a straight-up sex comedy. Now while Fast Times at Ridgemont High birthed a lot of the tropes of a sex comedy, it itself is not solely about a mission for sex. It's right. about the teenage experience. Yes, I uh, I I agree and
3: and and what you said is was my exact kind of Ranking reasoning, if you will. Now, what I will also say is, and this is just a bit more praise onto the, onto the forty-year-old virgin, um, plate here. But there's something so honest about forty-year-old virgin that it was so refreshing, and that was kind of what was the great thing about Judge. I mean, uh, Judd Apatow in the early, early, early's. You know, Freaks and Geeks had this, Knocked Up had this, but 40-Year-Old Virgin, there was just such an honesty to it about, you know, how she responded to him as well as what he was going through and how his colleagues and friends responded to it. It just it just worked and was hysterical at the same time, which is why I can go back to it so much easier than, like, a Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Because while I can relate to that movie... That's such a stereo, like kind of a Hollywood high school vision, that it's like this was not my high school. There was no Spicoli in my high school. There was no no open drug use, none of that. And so, uh, yeah,
1: I, I I agree with you. Um, yeah, so it's a hard it's a hard one to admit, but I think I can I can totally see uh, your point, and I can agree with you, and I can say that I do. I do think that 40-Year-Old Virgin should be number one. Before we wrap up, can I ask some of yours that didn't make the list? Uh, sure. I don't know that I made a honorable mention list on here. Not so much, like,
3: honorable mentions, but, like, other ones that you thought of that, like, didn't quite make it. Like, like for me, I thought of Zack and Miri make a porno.
1: Sure. I don't love that movie. Exactly. Uh, But it, it is a
3: sex comedy.
1: Road Trip is definitely one I thought of. Um i sex trip did you ever see sex trip or Wait, sex drive
3: sex drive the one about the uh the guy in the donut costume
1: yeah and it's funny but it's, it's not okay awesome
3: um i one of the ones i thought of that i loved in college but do not really care for now is van wilder
1: yeah van wilder was fine um
3: Easy A, I mentioned before. Easy A was almost number five for me. I'll be honest,
1: and that's fair. Easy A is good, it's a good uh, but movie. mainly because Emma Stone is great.
3: Yes, and she is. And then the other one I thought of was like Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, but that one Which also once is again, very problematic. Just
1: like, yeah, like I think those would make a lot of people's lists just because of like their status as right. like the OG films. But, but honestly, like they're to not. Them. They're not like great no i'm with you so so yeah i would say that that wraps i like it it. so i'll read
3: back our five number five euro trip which you need to watch i do think you'd get a kick out of it number four american pie number three book smart great movie everybody should see it number two fast times at ridgemont high and number one 40 year old virgin
1: I think that list is sexy as hell. Ooh, I want
3: to lube up that list and make it
1: sexy. I need you to come over here and give me a Judge Reinhold.
3: Ooh, just, you know. I'll hold my Bob Barackus. Uh, what? <laughs> that's that's what I call my Johnson.
1: Oh, okay. Got got Character
3: it. actor Bob Barackus.
1: Got it. Got it.
3: We should probably we should probably get it should, we should probably right go now. we're
1: making things weird now you're weird
0: <laughs> we have reached the end of another high five the podcast episode it's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching if the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists you can harass them by emailing them at my five at high five dot com that's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E P-O-D C-A-S-T dot com (sighs) Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash High Five The Podcast on Twitter at High The Number Five The Podcast Instagram at high-five the podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching high-five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Crossing the streams? Maybe. See you next week.